Good evening, good morning, and good afternoon to all my podcast listeners out there. It's your boy, C. Will Holler, a.k.a. the Podfather, a.k.a. the Professional Conversationalist, a.k.a. the hardest working man in podcasting and one half of the dynamic duo known to you as Wednesday Groove. And I'm co-hosted by who? Hey, it's your girl, Mika Joy, the voice behind the truth. Yes. And we are here <laughs> to push you over your hump day with positive conversations and good vibrations. And to all the listeners out there, we'd like for you to take a moment of silence to observe what is going on in our society today with the passing of Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and Ahmaud Arbery. These people are human beings. Yes. Their lives matter. So please join us in taking a moment of silence. Amen and amen again. Amen. So what's going on, Pod Sister? We're going to hit the listeners with a throwback episode, and you wanted us to pick one, and I thought of no other episode that would be more appropriate <laughs> than All Black Everything. All Black Everything. Yes. 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 So, hey, y'all. Hey, again. Uh, we are coming to you all this week for our Wednesday Groove episode, um, old and new, if that makes sense. Uh, but we're coming to you guys with a throwback episode. And, um, as Chris stated, it is all black everything. This is a episode we recorded, uh, this year, February 19th. So some of you all may have heard this episode you may remember it uh and you might not mind listening to it uh once again uh but this may be your first time checking out this episode as well but um yeah all black everything that's what we dropping on y'all so we ready pod problem well you know what they say the part's so nice we're gonna play it twice <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. So y'all enjoy. And if you are not connected to the Truth Moment podcast on IG, get connected. And we will talk to you all in two weeks. Peace. Stay groovy. Hey.
What a Wednesday be with Wednesday groove. Huh? I don't know. You don't know. I don't I don't like the Wednesdays without the Wednesday groove. I can tell you come, that. Come on. <laughs> Just don't feel right. <laughs> they don't. They really don't. Come on, man. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, yes. I, I will say, you know, I, I've experienced a few of those Wednesdays. And you know what I did? I just went back and pressed play on the oh, previous Wednesday Groove episode. That's what I did. I do that all the time. Man. I really enjoyed the podcast with you and your dad. Thank you. Thank you. I am so glad. Do you remember when I was at you? How could I get? I I I couldn't figure it out. I really was so glad that uh, he had it, uh, and that he still had the app and able to. You know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? My mind just went blank. I'm able. I'm glad we were able to take it from his phone to my phone, and uh, make it work. Yeah, I'm glad you were able uh, to do the that purpose too. Is recording it, you know, even though it was 2017, 2018, but it's all good. It's all good. He called me one day. He said, Mika, we got to do something. You know, I listened to the whole episode. He said, the people need to hit. <laughs> I said, we going to figure out a way now. And the podcast guys on our side. Come on. Let me tell you something. God is always on your side. Come on. Hey, that's something your dad said. Uh, <laughs> I remember when he said that. When he said, you know, uh, it's not that it's not God leaving us, it's, it's we leave him. He was dropping some, he wasn't dropping no jewels, he was dropping some gems. Come on. You hear me? <laughs> Shout out, Mr. Mr. Dunn was dropping them hot dog. Come, <laughs> shout, shout out the hot dog. Hey, hey, listen. <laughs> I, I did not story. I really thought that name, you know, he he adopted the nickname in high school, but I mm-hmm. never knew the story of it. Never knew where it came from. So being that he grew up here, and and I could say I grew up here, but you, you know you did. <laughs> I, I guess I could say that. I mean, I, I moved back at eight, so I guess I guess I did grow up here. Uh, but when you see folks in the street and they say, "Hi, your daughter," I mean, "Hi, dog, your your people still hi, dog." It's crazy, but uh, yeah, shout out to Mister Dunn. Shout out to me. And and you and you told zero lies. He was or is, I mean I say was, he is an excellent, excellent storyteller. <laughs> excellent. That's what he does now. 
It was funny. It was poignant, uh, personable. He sounds like a professional conversationalist. <laughs> Talking about stick, sticking his hand in the hot pot. Listen to me. I was intently listening to into the the entire production. And just it was, for them um, hot dogs. Just for them hot dogs. Burnt Come fingers and all. Come on. Didn't care. But what I liked about the what I liked about the stories is they all had a lesson. Mm, yeah. Mm. All of his stories had a lesson. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. Well, I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you did. Yeah, man. I, I really enjoy conversations with him. I really do. On any day of the week. I can tell. I can I can totally tell that y'all not only have you you, you definitely you have reverence for each other as you being the daughter and him being, being the father, but you can also see that y'all have a healthy respect for each other as well. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are back up in this thing for another Wednesday Groove episode. Beautiful people, how y'all doing? Uh, for those of you who have pressed play and you don't know who we are, uh, I think, Chris, this would be a great time for us to tell the people who we are. Let them know. Let the people know. Come on, come on. Uh, well, y'all, I'm Mika Joy, the voice behind the truth. I am the host of the Truth Moment podcast. And Wednesday Groove is just an extension of the Truth Moment podcast. All mm. right. And I'm joined mm. by my very special co-host. He's been rocking and rolling with me, y'all, for a year, a year and some change now doing this mm-hmm. thing we call Wednesday Groove. Okay. And uh let who 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 are you, sir? Well, let's back up for a second. Back it on up, like juvenile, as Anquette would say. The, we, we, no, I don't like the term co-host anymore. Wait, okay. We are co-creators. Hey. We are co-creators. We ain't hosting anything. We creating everything. So Come on. It is your illustrious co-host. <laughs> but better known as co-creator. Hey. Also known as your pod brother. Uh-huh. And to the people tuning in and who decided to press play. Yeah. The pod father. Mr. Professional Conversationalist himself. Period. C. Will Holler. <laughs> Period. You know they gave me a new nickname at, at, at work. Come on. Please, you you, you got to share it. You got to share and it's, it. And it's so apropos because when I first started, um, one of the one of the uh, guys on the on the team, you know, because I got actually I got the nickname C Will from uh, someone who used to work with your sister and I when we worked in the mailroom at University of Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy by the name of Danny Falcone gave me the nickname C Will Man. He would always say, and he would Danny is actually from Orlando too. He would be like. A uh, little country boy, but like, hey there, Sea Wheel Man. <laughs> hey, that's my boy. That's like, hey there, Sea Wheel Man. Oh. 
<laughs> and then he used to say all the time, he would say, man, I'm on a C-Wheel, let me holler at you. Come so on. That's how I got the nickname C-Wheel Holler. Wow. Come on for the nicknames. And so I gave the people, because, you know, when I started here at the, at the job in New York, everybody, you know, they, they asked, oh, well, do you have any nickname? I said, yeah, I have a nickname. Um, and people, I said, people back home call me C-Wheel. Um, and people found out that I had a podcast. I did not share this with people at the job that I had a podcast. And they were like, well, we, who is this C-Wheel holler? I said, oh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole you, nother. You left, you left the holler off. <laughs> I sure did. I absolutely did. I absolutely did. You, they, they, they weren't ready for all that. Just shit. They weren't ready for all that. It wasn't the time. So the dude said, one of the, one of the dudes on the team, he said, what's your nickname? C-World? I said, you know, I said, it's not that, but I like it. Come on. So now my signature at work is Chris Williams, a.k.a. C-Will, a.k.a. C-World. Come on. And look at how appropriate that is because I am from Central Florida. You better, come on, you better paint this picture for us now. See how the thing come together? Come on. I can dig it. But I have a I have a similar story to to you and your dad about growing up, like how you grew up, or you know you were coming up in Orlando. Uh, me coming up in Sanford, of course, you know my family had been in Sanford for years and years, so everybody knew who my dad was, Mister mm-hmm. Arthur Eugene Bradshaw, better known as Buck Bradshaw. So me coming up, everybody would call me Little Buck, but I did not have um, the best relationship with my dad. Uh, so it really used to really, really, really upset me when people would call me that. And mm. for a, a lot of years, people would call me that and I would tell them, don't call me that. And even that that name followed me throughout my life because some people still call me that. And it's funny because people would hear the name and they thought it was funny or cool or whatever to call me that. But people didn't understand why I would not want them to call me that. And it was definitely very personal mm-hmm. to tell them why I didn't want them to call me that. But I still do not call I don't answer that name at all like I don't if people call me that to me it's an insult it, and it mm. always has been an insult it's always been an insult um so it, it's, it's it's funny to hear the parallel that of the relationship that you and your dad had with you know the local residents of your area growing up and the relationship that I had with me and my dad and the local yeah, residents from yeah. my area and the differences because something your dad said made me think about that and it was talking about that that level of responsibility that a man should a man, take on yeah right and how hard it is being a man and how you know when his dad told him that he didn't you know, he didn't understand it as a child, but when he became a man, he had to put away childish things. things. Yeah. You know, and I li- like I told you, I I listened to that podcast because I'm I, I was I was taking notes mentally. Mm. I, I was taking notes from it because he had a lot to say. Mm. Oh, I, any any anytime you can get around an older black man and listen to him, old black men gonna tell you the best stories. Yeah, because the old old black man. I I don't care what anybody say. I I I have I have piss and vinegar tonight. If you want to know what I'm full off of, <laughs> I know you're gonna ask me what I'm sipping on soon. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
I, no one has been through anything more than a a black man in this country. Mm. No one has has been whipped with many stripes. Mm. Yeah. No one. I mean, literally, they we they gave us the leftovers and we turned it into soul food. Come on. Like they think about that. They gave you the entrails of an animal, mm-hmm. the discarded, the hooves, hmm. you know, the intestines. Yes. And we turned it into soul food. Think that, about that. That's what we did. And this is why I'm saying like black people, it's time for us. And I'm, I'm talking specifically to black Americans. I'm not talking about anybody from the Caribbean. I'm not talking about anybody from mother Africa. I'm talking about the people who are born generations in this country. It is time for us to put away childish things. Mm, Straight up. We've been been playing around too long. We've been playing house for too long. Mm. Mm. It's time out. Mm -mm. I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. No, you good, Chris. As you can see, this is going to be a very, very serious podcast for me. But... um, it it is it it is time to put away childish things straight up. Yeah. Yeah. No, you good. You are good. You know, I've always, um, without you know thinking about it, just have always given you the floor to say and express. You know, that's what we do. You know. Yeah, of course, of course, and I mean, and this is why we work well together. Obviously, come on, um, <laughs> and, and and here's what I'm gonna say about that too. Just because you're being serious, it doesn't mean that you can't have fun. Right, right. But mm-hmm. if we don't, if we don't really, really, really understand the pressure that we're under, and if we don't really understand uh, about the regime that we're under the presidential regime that we're under, we won't make it. Mm. I'm going to be, I'm going to be so, I'm going to be so serious right now. And then I know we got to get back into the show and and I want to talk about it. Okay. Definitely. I definitely would not want to be a 20 year old in this country. Mm. I'm glad I'm in my forties. Come on. I'm glad I'm in my forties because I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare want to be, 15, 16, 17 in this country. Not at this time. Mm, yeah. Hmm. If you think if you think about what these kids have to deal with versus what we had to deal with 20 years ago. You're talking right. It's absurd. You're talking right. Th- think about the things that were normal for us as teenagers when we were children. Hmm. It was normal for you to go to school and get a damn education. Yeah, that was no, that, that was an expectation. That wasn't even just normal. That was an expectation. It was an afterthought. Sure was. That's that was your job. Yeah. And if you decided to go on, you know, to post to post uh, school, better known as college, mm-hmm. you could. If you decided to go on and you didn't want to go to a four-year university, you could go get an associate's degree at a community college. 
Yeah. And and not go in debt. You could pick up a trade right after high school. Sometimes some schools, some high schools had trade programs. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. So you could go right into the workforce and work. Think about this. You could raise and run a family with one salary in the household. Hmm. When we were kids, think about that. That's yeah. not long ago. It seemed like it though. Sometimes it seems very that's far away. That, it, it, you know why it seems like it? Because that's how polar opposites the realities that we live in now. Mm. See, this is why I'm saying what I'm saying about being so serious. And if people don't think it's a game, or if people do think it's a game, watch the television, watch the news. If you look at now, think about it. Medical technology technology itself all of these technical advances that we have why are people more in debt now today than they were 20 30 40 years ago think about that hmm. teachers can't even pay come their on, bills come on, your, come on. your teachers can't pay their bills come on you remember back in the day going into teaching was a safe job it was yeah mm-hmm you could, teach right for 20, you could teach for 20 years and retire with a pension. Why aren't teachers compensated just like doctors or the military? Or athletes. I wouldn't say they need to be compensated like athletes. Well, I'm, I wouldn't I'm say saying. that. Now, I would say celebrated, yes. But and 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 I wouldn't be opposed to teachers making an athlete, you know, not saying that. But what I'm saying is, and and I don't have a I don't I don't ever want to put a salary cap on anybody's dollars. Right, let me right. Say that. Let me so let me back up and say that. But I would say that if we don't pay attention to how they're rigging the system, mm-hmm. we're going to lose the entire game. Mm-hmm. Because I do agree with you that athletes and and celebrities, whatever they call them nowadays. I mean, back in the day, we called them actors. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know, I know that was our last. Uh, thing that you called it right everybody acting ain't actors (laughs) i love that by the way yeah man i just i never understood it i never understood how athletes make more than teachers i i just never i never got it i can tell you exactly why and absolutely why athletes and celebrities make more than teachers because they're part of the programming if you look at what it is, it's all a distraction. You better come on. Like, why do I give a damn what Dwayne Wade's son wants to do? Come on. With his life. And he's a teenager or a little, a young, a young child. Right. And Dwayne Wade is his dad. And, and Gabby is the the mom, the stepmom. And they can run their house. How they, it ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. It has absolutely, it impacts and affects my life zero. <laughs> they got the money and means to take care of their household. Mm-hmm. Don't concern me none. And this is what I'm saying about these distractions. Mm-hmm. You're talking right. We not children playing with a mobile above the bed. We, we, get it, we better get it together. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Because we too we too easily distracted. We keep taking our eyes off the prize, and they keep moving the goalposts. We better pay attention. Mm. We better pay attention. 
You remember back in the day when you could get a check for two hundred and fifty dollars and it would last you almost a month to spend that money? Well, honestly, for me, I, I don't know if it would have lasted me that long. Well, your situation was a little different. I can understand that and appreciate that. But this is why we need to talk about this stuff. Yeah. This is why we need to talk about this stuff, right? Because I remember having my little odd end jobs when I was in my 20s and I was doing fine. I was made. I remember when I got my first $10 an hour job. Come on. And that was a lot of money. That was back in 98. Okay. I had a car with rims. <laughs> For the rims. <laughs> and a system and a pocket full of money. I, I never I, have I was, no rims. Man, I was doing, your boy was doing real good back then. Come on. Your boy was doing real good back then. And the confidence that I had at that time as a young man is definitely uh foundation for, you know, being the man that I am in my mm-hmm. 40s and, and, mm-hmm. and who I am today. But I was able to make something of myself at a young age and do something with my life at a young age. Yeah. And, and of, of course, the compound interest of having that confidence as at a young age multiply over the years hmm, to, yeah. to, to where you become a force where you can't be denied. Come on now. Hmm. But see, if you, if you look at how they rigged the game, they, they attack your confidence when you're in your formative years to, you don't have any confidence. You better stay in your later facts. years. You better state these facts now. So when you don't have any confidence, as the Bible would say, when you haven't studied to show yourself approved, by the time you're in your late 20s, 30s, and 40s, you running behind every fad there is Mm -hmm. to try to keep up with the Joneses just to kind of feel normal. That is. That is. Just to feel normal, right? Like you don't even feel normal. I remember when you were growing up, you knew what an adult was. Now you don't know what an adult is because the adults look like kids and the kids look mm-hmm. like adults. Mm-hmm. You better you 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 better come on. Come on with these facts, sir, <laughs> because listen, you are talking all the way right tonight. I'm I'm just I'm I'm paying attention to what's really going on and I'm like I and I really don't mean to be so serious tonight, but it's just really today oh, for whatever reason it it was just really bo- it was really bothering me. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Mm. Like we have really, really, really fell asleep at the wheel. It's mm. a wrap. Yeah. And I'm talking about black people. I don't give a damn what them other people doing. Hmm. I'm talking about we better let them do what they do because they've been doing what they've been doing. Fact. And every year, every year, we fall behind. Every year. Do you think it's... We don't don't care. We don't know better. I mean, we don't... These are great questions. And I absolutely would say yes. Apathy has a lot to do with it. Because... Some of us haven't been taught to care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of us have, you know, we haven't been taught to care. And again, listen to what your dad was saying. Like he was basically saying, you know, his father 
probably wasn't taught how to be a good dad. So he said he made it his mission to be a good dad. Yeah. Meaning just to be present Present. Mm -hmm. in your life. Yep. Didn't say I'm gonna shower you with gifts, and I'm not gonna. I'm, I, you know, one thing that I did pick up that he said that his dad said is, you come out here. I like the story where he said, you know, he had him out there in the orange grove, and he said his, <laughs> his back was hurting, and he was like, "Boy, you ain't got no back. You got gristle." And I've heard that lie before. <laughs> like I don't know what you talking about, the damn gristle. That's a damn chicken bone. My back is hurting, sir. This is not work that a child should be doing. <laughs> They are child labor laws to Come protect on. against this. Mm-mm. But um, yes, part of it is ignorance and definitely part of it is apathy. And if you look at how we ended up with the current presidential administration that we have, people, people keep forgetting this. Like they talk about, you know, Trump won, Hillary lost. Actually, both of them lost because a third of the country didn't vote. I think it was close to like 70 something million people who could vote didn't. Mm. Think about that. 70 that. Wow. million people. Okay, so let me tell you again how they moved the cheese and uh, and how they the noise. I found out today that uh, at this current time, 2,000 people have died by the coronavirus, right? 2,000 people. Mm. Would you say that's a lot of people? Yeah, I would. You see, you would say that's a lot. Okay, so what's 2,000 people compared to 70, 7 billion people on the planet? It's 7 billion people on the planet. I'm pretty sure there are more than 2,000 people that die every day mm. for whatever cause. Yeah. Now, I get it. You don't want anybody to lose their life, but death is a part of life. It just is. This is true. So 2,000 people die. So I wonder how many people died by cancer. I wonder how many people die mm. by not having drinking water. I wonder how many people die because they're homeless. I wonder how many Come people on. die because of cigarettes. I wonder how many people die because of starvation. I wonder how many people die by gun mm. violence. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm picking it up now. So I'm I'm sitting here in New York City and I'm watching these people walk around the city with these masks on their face. Hmm. And that's not how you get that. I'm like, you got this is what this is what this is what I'm saying about how foolish we are. You got a damn mask on your mouth, but you ain't got nothing covering your hands. <laughs> what you gonna use to take the mask off? Your hands, right? And your hands been touching every doorknob and every damn thing Come in on. the city. But you're going to use those same filthy hands because you know white people don't wash their hands. You're going to use the <laughs> same hands to take the mask off your face he was that you're covering that. your hair. I'm not, I'm t- we're going to tell it or not. Oh, God, you was wrong for that. We're going to tell it or not. I'm, I, I, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I just can't. I can't, I can't today. I cannot, I cannot. Mm-hmm. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot fool with these people no more. I can't do it. Mm. I'm like Mizzou Candy and Django. There's we, there's been some <laughs> lies at this table tonight. <laughs> and I see. I want to get their interest, but now it's time to get their attention. Mm. They better pay attention to what's going on. Do you, you see what I'm saying? You got to watch the trick. Yeah, you got to watch it. Mm-mm. My, my, my. This is an election year. 
and we playing games. Yeah. I don't think the world can afford another four years of this dude. Uh-uh. Seriously. Uh-uh. No. People forget that we was almost on the brink of war coming into a fucking new year. Think about that. Mm-hmm. When have you ever been alive in your lifetime which you could remember going into a new year? Oh, and then a couple of days in, we, we about to go off into a war. Hmm. This This shit is not normal. No, it's not. It's not at all. Mm-mm. I'm sorry to go off mm. on my tangent. You good, Chris? You good? Listen, I just, I just really, I do like, I, I agree with everything that you know we say because I do, I, you know, I'm all about you know empowerment and positivity and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. But I, I'm also supremely about accountability and responsibility. More so, I'm about accountability and responsibility before I am positive about anything. Yeah. Because I don't think you can get to the positivity if you're not responsible and accountable. You better talk that talk. See, now that's one thing. I, now that was a message Come on. that Mr. Dunn dropped when he hit us with that voice. <laughs> when he said you can make the choice but you can't choose the consequence, I fell out of my chair. Come on, come on. Now that's a show no truth moment right there. I was in there talking about ham mercy. Come on now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, man. Mm. Now what what you say you sipping on over there now? <laughs> I just I, I just have water right now. Okay. Okay. I'm just I'm not yeah. I'm just I'm 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 super tight because we need to get we need to get get this thing right. Mm-hmm. We need to get this thing right. Yeah. You have children. You have, you know, a young niece, a young nephew. Mm-hmm. I don't have any children, but I have young nieces and nephews and cousins who I don't know what this world is going to be in 20 years. Come on. For real. I can't, I can't even imagine what it's going to be in 50 years. And we can't afford to be no damn ostriches with our head in the sand. Mm-mm. I mean, they are pushing us back. You got to go with the coded language and by what they're saying. Make America great again. Hmm. Now, whose version of great are we talking about? Come on now. Come on. Who? Who? Who's included? In this America that y'all talking about. Because I'm only 43 years old. And I don't ever feel included in this America. Now what people would say. And I'm going to tell you again. You got to peep game. What they would say was. Well what are you talking about? You're doing great. Do you know what kind of hell. I've had to go through to get to just, just this point. Mm. Wow. I don't. We don't get to be mediocre. Think about what I'm saying. Yeah. We don't get the luxury of being mediocre. Hmm. You're talking right, sir. I haven't had a normal day since I've been on this planet. Hmm. They profit off of our pain. Hmm. They take our culture. They take our livelihood. Think about that. Great art comes from great pain. 
I would agree. I would agree with that. They they, they take that from us. They they destroy our legacies. Mm. What black person you know get to get to retire with the house on the hill in peace? Hmm. Come on, that's key. In peace, they took Bill Cosby out. Whitney, come on, Michael, Prince, Mm-mm. Luther. Yeah, they even going after Kobe. So I've heard. You see what I'm saying? Now I I, I really don't know what that whole the whole Gale. I don't I don't even know what that's about. Let's get into it. Come on, let's, let's do talk it. about it. Well, first of all, I, I didn't it. I didn't share my beverage of choice. Oh, what I'm get, what do, I'm do, sipping do, on. Do do all your formalities because I told you I'm I'm gone tonight. Do your formalities because because listen, uh, this is the first time in 2020 that I've had some wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, is it? It is. It is because you remember Did, was last this wine month? from Valentine's Day? Huh? Was this wine from Valentine's Day? No. 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 Um that that's another conversation probably for another time. Okay. Um, because that would take us away about five streets over. Okay. Well, you know I'm a professional conversation and I can always make it connect. <laughs> don't test, don't put no limits on my power. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um I hadn't this year because you know last month I started out the year with um intermittent fasting. So after mm-hmm. eight o'clock, I do water, black coffee, sometime movie. Um, so I hadn't had it. And honestly, this month, I just it wasn't really on the brain, that you know. But uh, tonight, I said, "Hey, look, I, I'm I'm about to ships, and uh, I'm rocking with white Zen tonight. That's my beverage of choice. That's the company, or is that the brand? That's the the wine. Okay, white Zinfandel." So yeah, that's what um decided I'll share that. You know, I'm actually proud proud of myself because once upon a time wine was a uh right thing. Actually pretty proud of myself. You should be. I was trying to wait for when I get to <laughs> visiting uh Cynthia Bailey's wine cellar. Which I'm super excited about that. So I was trying to wait, but it's just what I was feeling like tonight. Wait for what? What are you waiting on? Live your life. Did, did you hear what I'm talking about? I, I heard you. I heard you. Okay. Heard okay. You. Live, 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 I'm, man. I'm living. Live. I'm living. And that's why. I'm... Live. Enjoy that wine. <laughs> that good wine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. So. No, not at all. Not this at all. whole gale. I, I like I said, you know, you see stuff, you know, while you scrolling, Facebook, Instagram, and I had seen people in the memes, and I just, but I just really never got into what the whole hoopla was. So, can you help me understand what in the world was going on? So, Gail King was having an interview with Lisa Leslie, uh, the now retired LA Sparks mm-hmm. basketball star. 
And she asked Gail, uh, Gail asked Lisa Leslie some very pointed questions about Kobe. And basically, you know, her line of questioning was kind of inappropriate because the interview was specifically about Lisa Leslie. Uh, but, you know, she knew really uh, Lisa and, and, and Kobe, you know, had a relationship, not a relationship, romantic relationship, but they were friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but her line of questioning went it shifted in a very it went from questions to accusations mm. right basically saying you know to Lisa and this and I'm quoting Gail and I'm not making this up I'm quoting her you know she was asking her about his behavior and Lisa told Gail like hey I have known Kobe I've been out with Kobe he's always treated me and the women around me with respect. Yeah. Like he's ne- he basically saying he's never been out of pocket. And then Gail goes, well, he wouldn't be out of pocket with you. You his friend. And I'm thinking in my head, well, a predator doesn't choose its prey. A predator just prays. Hmm. So if, if, you're call- if you're calling this man a predator, why would he be discerning with Lisa? Because, I mean, she's a good looking woman. Yeah. But basically saying, oh, well, you wouldn't see it, Lisa, because you're his friend. And I w- if, if I'm Lisa, I would have just turned that right on her. So you mean to tell me you saw everything Harvey Weinstein was doing? Because that's your friend. Come on now. Wouldn't that if have you been gonna tell it, The cameras would have stopped. <laughs> you see, I, I would have turned that thing. This is what I'm telling you. Whoever wants some, come get some. Because I'm going to turn that thing all the way turned up. We're going to break the come damn on. knob off. Come on, play with it if you want to. Play with it if you want. <laughs> but basically, you know, and, and using what, like you, again, you have to pay attention to what they see. Here's the thing. Here's, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to crack the code tonight. I'm going to let you know. You have to pay attention to what they say. It's a narrative mm. that they weave into your brain. Come on. Listen to the narrative. It destroys the fabric of your conscientious being. Ooh. 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 <laughs> because when you don't know who you are, come on. They get to pull all the strings. <laughs> See, this is why people do shit and they don't know why they yeah. do it. You ask them why they do it and they can't tell you yeah, why they're doing it. You can't just say, oh, because it's cool. That don't count. You can't tell me because everybody's doing it. That don't matter. Mm -hmm. You have to tell me why you're doing it. Why are you doing that? Mm. Mm -hmm. Come on now. And the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying, because go by what she was saying. She said to her, and I quote, well, the victim chose not to take it to trial. Well, then she's not a victim. Hmm. Now, she could have said the accuser, and she would have been legally right by saying that. But you don't get to say the victim. Like, we don't have a history in this country with white women accusing black men of sexual misconduct, Mm -hmm, rape. mm -hmm. Getting these black men not only, you know, fired, disbarred, but murdered. Come on. And dismembered, i.e. Emmett Till. Come on. Mm. See, if they can't attack your body, they're going to attack your legacy. Yeah. Right. We got to peep game. I just, that, that, it's like, where, where were you? What, what? 
what space were you in to to even ask a question like that? You know, people are still. You, you know what space you in? People see and women like that hide behind a word I don't like. Feminist. They hide behind that word. Now, I don't have a problem, again, with anybody being in power. Right. But when we start using these words, we give power to a certain group of people to have leverage over another group of people. Mm. You see what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I've had someone come at me who, quote unquote, was a feminist as if I don't have a mother, a grandmother, a sister. Yeah. Female cousins. All women who are powerful. You've never heard me say anything but powerful things about my grandmother. Mm-hmm. All the time. She's the most powerful, most powerful woman I know. Yeah. What do I say about you on this podcast? What do I say about Whitney and Acquiette and Chelsea? Yeah. And all the many powerful women that I know, your sister. Yeah. Who's out here doing her thing and moving the culture in the right direction. Come on. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But we use these coded words to divide the people. Mm -hmm. Oof. And a house divided cannot stand. Come on now. Let the people know. (laughs) A house divided cannot stand. And this is why I'm saying what I'm saying. We got to let them have their fight. So let them do what they do. And I'm talking about the white people. It's time that we do get away from that a little bit. And clean up our own house. Come on. Let them do them. And we we take care of our own. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you, you, you listen. Nah, I, I'm just, you know, I, I thought I would just be able to just kind of sip and, you know, groove. <laughs> but I'm talking about you, you dropping some, you, you dropping some real. You, you, you. You are saying some ish that really exists. People to really think about. You have to. What is really happening here? Because it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's legit. I'm not making this stuff up. This ain't just going on in my head. Yeah. This is not going on in my head. You have to look at what's really going on. Oh, true. And I'm getting. And you have to look up at the scoreboard and wondering why you've been busting your ass for four quarters and you stale down by 400 points. Come on, sir. (laughs) You can't tell me it's just because I'm not working hard enough. That's not going to work for me. Mm. Ain't going to cut it. It, Because that's a bold-faced lie. Mm. That's a bold-faced lie. And then when people tell you, oh, you're not working hard enough, well, I tell them I ain't never met a rich slave, so working hard ain't going to be the answer. <laughs> mm. I ain't met a rich slave yet, so what hard work got to do Come with Come on. It? 
Ooh-wee. So I'm I'm looking at this thing for what it really is. And 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 I got a new spin on something that I'm gonna take my podcast in a different direction. Well, but I was gonna leave that for the rundown. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that for the rundown. But yeah, no, this whole Gail King thing has the world in the uproar and it should. Yeah. Because people should be called to account, just like your dad said, you chose to use those words. You don't get to choose not to deal with the mm-hmm, consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she definitely um that, that wasn't cool, that wasn't right. I'm saying and, and Lisa Leslie held her own. Shout out to her. And basically was like, well, you didn't have nothing, no words for the man when he was alive, so you shouldn't have no words for him now that he can't answer for himself. Straight up. Now, because see, listen, it's, it's a lot of people get in these interviews. Mm-hmm. So shout, you out, know why? shout out to you, Lisa. You know why they get caught up in these interviews? Because they haven't studied to show thyself approved. <laughs> when you're not solid on who you are on the inside, you cannot be solid on who you need to be on the outside. Now, Dems is the facts. You know, the other day during me and Whitney and Inquiets, we was in these group uh, text. I don't want to say group because that's <laughs> it's just it's it just really it really doesn't speak to the vibe and energy we got going on. We voice messages back and forth all day long. And I told them, I've been saying this for quite some time, but I'm going to learn how to do a backflip, you know, because there's a lot of backflip moments. That right there, what you just said, was a backflip (laughs) moment. That was a a backflip moment for real. Come on, man. Well, I mean, because we have to be, we have to be, okay, especially for people like myself and for you and for Whitney and for Anquiette, right? Because we do call ourselves, you know, truth tellers or mind benders. Yeah. And people like for Eat Plants and Prosper like and people mind. on her stick of herbie. But that, that's that's why I'm taking the podcast because it's like we got to start thinking outside the box, right? Like black people are not a monolith. We, we are different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have different viewpoints. We have different opinions. We have d- different vantages. We have different perspectives. We have different experiences. Yeah. So we got to allow each other to be different. I like that, sir. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, I got to be able to handle the fact that me and you may not always agree. And guess what? It's going to be okay. It's cool. Matter yeah. of fact, that's what makes us sharper. Come on. Come on now. That's how iron sharpens iron. We holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Come on now with these truth moments. But that's all I'm saying. It's about like, you know, like this is how I, I like the way she stood tall in the paint mm-hmm. on the interview. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, with the whole Snoop Dogg thing, that was a bit much. Like I agree with what his point was. I did not agree with what he had to say. Now, I don't even know what that was about. What? <laughs> I, he, well, he, here's what it was about, and, I, I, and 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 this is what you know. People was talking about he's out of line, but guess what? I'm not justifying what he said or did. Mm-hmm. Both of them were wrong. 
both of them are wrong. But this is that's what happens when you go after somebody when they're grieving. Right. You're not let you, like that's what happened, Gail King. Hmm. You were talking about someone that people loved. Yeah. And 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 this is that was a, a horrible miscalculation on her part. Well, yeah, horrible miscalculation. I, I, I hope that maybe she sat back and said, "You know what? That accountability. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I wasn't right." Well, you know, there's an old saying in the world of boxing: if you don't want to get knocked out, don't get your ass in the ring. <laughs> Straight up. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so you get in that Don't ring. Don't even step put, foot now. <laughs> yeah, get your ass in that ring. Put your dukes up. That's what it looked like. Come on. It, it, see, this, this is what this, this is why I loved what your dad said. Because the consequences have respect a person. Mm, come on. You don't get to choose your consequence. You could have not asked those questions. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You wouldn't have had to deal with the consequence. But you thought you was chasing the lead. You thought you was chasing the story. You thought Come you on. was about to get a hot take. You thought you was about <laughs> to get a sound bite. You, you know. <laughs> that's what you thought. You, that's what you thought. You remember sometimes you go to school when you was a kid. You go to school. You had your outfit planned. You'd be like, man, ooh, I'm about to kill him. And you usually have somebody in your mind that you think you're really oh yeah oh yeah oh boy Uh, she gonna you wait to see she she see these shoes and this this the the way these shoes hit this jeans and this this shirt (laughs) lay on top of that belt (laughs) until you bend the corner and you see her hugged up kissing another dude over there on the locker you wanna you so sick you wanna go throw up somewhere you wanna you feel like somebody drop kicked you in the stomach (laughs) talking about you go kill him and then went in there and got killed <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Everybody got a plan to the get hit in the mouth, right? <laughs> Listen, hey, I hey, I was at water. I, I had a moments like that. Okay, <laughs> we all have. We all have. We've been all. Listen, the one thing I I'll I, I say, like Donald Trump said, both sides, both sides. We all been on both sides. Yeah, man, it's getting hot. <laughs> oh, listen, I I've been. Why you think I became the person that I am? I I stayed getting killed in the middle school and the high school. I said, man, I uh-uh. turned me into a stone cold player for a couple of years. Come I on. said, man, the hell with that. I'm like Tina Turner. What's love got to do? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken, man? Leave that shit for the birds. I don't. <laughs> I bought all. I bought all the candy grams for myself. Come on, for the candy grams. <laughs> see, it's all a plan. Oh goodness! You see what I'm saying? Until the shit don't work out, then what? Come on. I always used to ask my cousin them that all the time. I'm like, yeah, what you gonna do when your move don't work? What are you going to hmm. do? See, that's that's when you really find out who the person yeah. is. Adversity reveals character. It Come doesn't on. build character. Yes. Somebody need somebody adversity need to hear that right though. That's what I felt <laughs> well, in but my it's the truth, right? <laughs> it's the mm-hmm. truth. 
Adversity reveals who you are. It doesn't build who you are. The character building comes on the back end of diversity. You better come, uh, of the, you better come on with this that's word. When, that's when you build the character. The character gets built when you get your ass up off the mat. <laughs> yes. Because now you got to drag your ass up out mm-hmm. the ring. <laughs> and you got to face all them same people you saw going into the yes. ring. Yes. And that's what that looks like. So that's why I'm saying what I'm saying in, in terms of like when we looking at all this stuff going on out here and and it, even if you look at the disproportionate way that the, the game is structured in terms of like who has the wealth and who does not have the wealth and who has the access and mm-hmm. who does not have the access, it's a reason why that archetype looks the way it is. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Because let, let me ask you this. Why don't you see more wealthy people who look like Barack Obama, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, but you see a bunch of young, dumb, arrogant, ignorant people, black people with money? It's a reason. You don't see Mika Joyce out here with the money like that. Mm. Oh, I'm not man. saying that they're not there. I'm saying you don't see them. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They don't celebrate that. That's a good question. They don't celebrate the Sea Wheel Hollers. Come on. The Sea Worlds. The, am I making the Sea Come on. The, the AKA Sea Worlds. Am I making this no, up? No, you're not, sir. You're absolutely not. Mm-mm. They don't celebrate that, but they celebrate the, you know, ignorance. <laughs> now, that's a fact for real. Just the foolery. The the, the sheer time foolery. <laughs> ooh, ooh, boy, you didn't you didn't fed me now. You 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 didn't, you didn't <laughs> fed me real good now. Take me, get me a doggy bag, a hot dog <laughs> bag. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish you could have seen his face telling that story, man. <laughs> he he killed me talking about them cold hot dogs. So I was like, my goodness, that's disgusting. To just see, um, <laughs> to to see him go back, you could see it on his face. And I I saw a part of of him that I don't think I've ever seen before. Him talking about that part of his life. It was I could beautiful. Tell. I it could was tell. beautiful. I could tell how he was able to relive that moment and I could tell, I could almost hear the pride in his voice sharing that information yeah. with you. Sharing that side of himself with you. Walking back down memory lane. Another powerful thing that he said that, that you know, stood out to me was the part where he said, you know, he realizes that, you know, he definitely had to take care of himself because his friends, he has mm-hmm. peers, you know, he had he had friends dying at a young age and he has friends dying, you know, yeah. now. And he realizes and, and and what I took from that is that I'm thinking to myself, because I've had the same conversation with myself about my mm-hmm. mom. Like, when has this woman ever had the ability to have a break? Come on. Oh, I just talk, I just talked like, about my, breaks last night. Golly, Chris. 
I'm just saying, cause like my Ooh. mom, like like this woman had kids. My mom had my brother. I think she was she might have been 16 or 17 when she had my brother, and she was 19 when she had me. I'm thinking when when she when has she had a break? And they had my other brother, I think two and a half years after me. And just been dealing with issue after issue after issue after yeah. issue with drugs and da 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 and just you know, and now all of that life of hard living, she's dealing with health issues yeah. now. You see what I'm saying? And it's like that's why when I heard your dad what he said what he said, I'm like, man, this is this this is why we gotta talk about this stuff. I know we gotta, you know, take a quick commercial break, but you know, you let me know if you wanna come right back. Yeah. Yeah, we we, we can do that. I would love for us to do that. How about that? I'm with Come you. On. Well, let's take this commercial break. Hey, beautiful people, we coming right back in your ear. Just, just hold on. We come right back, okay? And and we still moving and grooving, y'all. Just got to bear with me. I'm on my serious. Listen, tip but but you're still grooving <laughs> and moving at you. Come Facts. on, we'll be right back. Hey. We're back, beautiful people. A hump day with positive conversations and good, 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 good vibrations. Yes, come on now. Yes, yes. So, one thing we didn't do, Chris, <clears throat> that I, I, I really want us to do, love this segment of because I have definitely been on my gratitude vibes for a minute. Like that, that's a daily must mm -hmm. for me, you know. And so I, I love this where we share what we are currently just want, you know, just, just. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I appreciate this segment as well. Yeah, man. Cause it's a lot of people, you know, a lot of people walking around who, who really don't acknowledge. They, they, they just don't, they, they too busy complaining. Too too busy feeling some type of way that uh, about where they are in life, that they are blinded by all of the things, all of the blessings, the small things that serves the attention of a gratitude moment. But listen, I I'm not one of those people. No, you're not. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, uh, we know that uh, gratitude sets the attitude, which determines the altitude. You better say that. <laughs> For those of you who did not know 
Now you know. <laughs> Come on. Yes. So for this week's Wednesday Groove, I am grateful for trusting the process. I feel mm. like I have shared this before, but it was on my heart to share it one more game. <clears throat> if I shared it before. Uh, I, I'm grateful for trusting the process and trusting myself in the midst of trusting the process. Because to me, they, they just go hand in hand. You, you, you have to trust. You also got to trust God while trusting the process. So I'm grateful for that because trusting this process has gotten me to where I am today. And if I if I didn't trust it, believe in it, if I, if I didn't feel like it was necessary, I, I wouldn't be here. Not 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 this version of Tamika. No. No, I, I wouldn't be here today. So shout out to trust in the process. Amen to that. And if I might add if you can't trust yourself in the process, how can you trust God? They are one and the same. There's no trust in God and you don't trust yourself. Oh, you better come with it. It is impossible. Not doable. Impossible. And that's what mm. the Bible says. That's why, that's why the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Hmm. That's and it's saying. not and it's not faith in God, it's faith in yourself. Yeah. Because you're an extension of God. Pass the plate. Like they used to do. Pass oh. the plate like they used to do. <laughs> Come on. Oh boy, you just been on fucking fire tonight. <laughs> yes. Yoga flame. Godly. Mm. What are you grateful for, sir? Clarity. Yes. I'm absolutely grateful for clarity, for having a clear vision, a clear mind, and a clear focus, and a clear mm. purpose. Mm. See, because you have a vision, you have a mind. Yeah. Now, you may not be in focus, and you do have a purpose, but when you don't have a focal point, mm -hmm. like, look at, look, at, look at life like you have a vision, but you don't have glasses on, so you can't see a clear vision, a discerning vision. Come on. So what you have to do is go to God, like you just said, for clarity. Hmm. See, because yeah. when you have clarity, you don't waste your time. Mm -mm, not at all. You don't, you don't, like, you know, like we said, you don't spend time on childish things. So I'm definitely grateful for clarity because what clarity does is it cleans up a lot of mess. Amen. When you have clarity, you don't worry about how other people feel about what you got going on. Because hmm. I'm asking, I, I'll ask a son of a, oof, I'll ask him quick, well, who paying for it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying if you ain't ponying up no money shut your mouth <laughs> like that 
just like that. <laughs> Don't call here telling me nothing about what Chris got going on over here unless you put <laughs> in on it. Come on. Mm-mm. I'm always yes. asking. People got a lot of opinions, but don't they ain't got no dimes? Where the where the money at? Come on, where is it? I don't see it. Wait, where, where is it? Hmm. Oh, and listen, I I have one more thing that I'm grateful for on this episode. Let's do it. Uh, I want to give my Kayla a shout out. Uh, Kayla, for those of you who don't know is my second child and my first daughter Kayla's turning 20 on the 20th get out of here snacks <laughs> Kayla aka snacks oh my gosh I cannot believe snacks is 20 yes, years old wow yes, 20 so happy Amen birthday to that. yes happy and birthday the, snacks come on she still be right Snacks, still just slim as I don't know what, just just around here, just eating up everything. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm I'm grateful for God keeping her covered and protecting um, these twenty years. You know, um, it's just it's unbelievable. Okay, because I I I just I can't believe. I mean, I know my kids gonna grow up. This, this I know, but I just—it just seemed like it happened kind of fast. It, it was a point in time where things are moving very slow, and then all of a sudden, boom. So, well, yeah. that's from the root to the fruit. You know mm-hmm. how I go. Yeah. 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 You know, you spend more time as an adult you do than you do a child and that's why it seems like when they're children it seems slow oh but once they hit about that 13 14 that time goes by like that because now basically when they're you know 15 16 they're pretty much an adult they they are pretty much who they're going to be they're not fully formed Mm. yet you know mentally spiritually and obviously physically but you know after 15 you got about what, maybe five or six more years with him, maybe. Come on, yeah, yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. And so, and yeah. Lexi will be eighteen in August. The the, the know, baby. I, I yeah, I remember when it was just uh, Keith and Kayla. And Kayla. <laughs> yeah, that's back then when I had the Pathfinder, my little red truck. Love that truck. Now you know what I I've never seen the red pathfinder. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on now. Yeah, man. So listen, I, I want to shout out to all the parents out there. Okay. This just hit my spirit, so I'm just being obedient to my spirit. Shout out to the parents. Putting in work. That's exactly this, this it's a 24 7. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this. No days off. None. I don't care, like, for real, none. <laughs> Listen, man. Truthful, this, this is why I don't have kids to this day. Like, I'm, I'm dead ass. I'm not, I'm not, I could 
God know God only knows I had plenty of chance to make them. <laughs> come on, come on. Plenty of time, chances, and opportunities, right? Choice, chance, and opportunity. All it takes is one. <laughs> that boy. I'm you know. a witness. Okay. I told y'all that story, but I've been rocking with the truth. I didn't tell that story. Okay. One children is is is, is proof. Literally one and one, one and done. Come Lord, on. No pun intended. <laughs> come on, come on. Okay, so somebody tell me it ain't possible. Come on, somebody, please tell me, so I can correct you. Once, that's mm. one one time, one time. Now, one time was with my first child. People, goodness. He didn't even get a chance to test that thing out. Hell come mercy. on, come on, come on. Now he he wasn't he wasn't my first, but it was our first time. But yeah. Um Oh, he was a fertile or something then. Hey, something's going on. Something's... <laughs> hey, or, he, or you know, just super excited. You know, or just hey, you know, yeah, I've been there before too. Come on now. Okay, we're gonna tell the truth or not. Come on. That, that's when that thing be sitting right on the tip, man. Sometimes you got to be careful. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, so shout out to all of the parents. You know, keep keep doing what you're doing. You know, we, we, we face many challenging days, but, you know. Hmm. Keep going. I, think, I think being a parent is the ultimate test of faith. You're talking right, sir, and I would have to agree, okay? I would have to agree because even though, you know, the kids are older, it's still, like you said, it's, it's a never ending. It's a nonstop. I mean, even with Keith, he's older now, right? He, he's a young man. I had paying his own bills, you know, feeding himself, putting gas in his <laughs> car. You know what I'm saying? Going. He's a grown ass man now. Yeah, in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? But he still calls his mom. He still calls me to talk when he wants to vent and, and needs me to be there. So, you know, no matter how old your kids are, like, the job of parenting, it just, the responsibility, it just never and never stops. Can, can, we, can we really have a truth moment, too? Of course we can, sir. And everybody's not fit to be a parent. This is true. Like, you know, I, we don't talk enough about this. You're right. Like, because it's, to... it's it's a lot of pressure. And, you know, I can also say, to piggyback off of our gratitude moment, I am grateful that I wake up every day in my right mind. Because True. that pressure, um, because you know... Well, that's only... what I meant by clarity, though, right? Because the, yeah. the, to that same point, that's what I mean about clarity. Because to what your dad was saying... It, it, I mean, it, it's hard being alive, let alone mm-hmm. hard being a black man. And think about if you're a black parent and you have a black child or a black son. Mm-hmm. Like, this is hard times. It sure it, is. Not that they was easy back then either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I would like to know, has there ever been a time in this country where black people wasn't under attack? Yeah, we we've been under attack and under oppression since we've been here. Mm-hmm. And the fact like we're supposed to go along like that's not the case is absurd to me. Hmm. 
but see, it's it's a saying. Or I think it was Voltaire who said, "If you get them to believe absurdities, you'll get them to commit atrocities." Mm. Oh. And that's what's dangerous about this time that we're in. Yeah, we're starting to get normalized to these absurdities. This is true. This is true. And after that comes the atrocities. I was watching um, on, I think it was HBO, where it was the case about the kid, uh, Jordan Davis in Jacksonville, who got gunned down by the dude at the gas station. And to hear that man talk about, and he literally told himself a lie. He literally told himself a lie, like, oh, the guy came out of the car. And I think I he, that Chris man that whole thing had me so disturbed it's like dude like you the, was he in the car with, car with like other young other teenage boys yeah it was, it was four of them in the car he was talking about their music was loud yeah I saw that yeah that was really interesting that 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 yeah it was disturbing to me because yeah. that 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 I must be I'm gonna be specific because that white man had it in his head that he had a right. Mm. Yeah, he did to take those children's lives. Because keep in mind, it was four children mm-hmm. in that car. I'm not gonna use the term black teenagers because again, that's coded language. These were children. Children. Yeah children in that car and unfortunately mm-hmm. one of them lost their lives to that idiot Mm-mm-mm-mm. because he got mad because they talked back to him yeah that's and what he happened. got in the court he got in the court of law and and told and told bold-faced lies and i'm watching this thing right and you can see the inconsistencies in all this dude's story. Yeah. First, he got in and he told him to turn the music down. And the, one of the guys said he got in the car, turned the music down. And the other friend, the one, Jordan Davis, who's now no longer with us, said, man, F that, turn the music back up, which is their right to listen to the music. Mm-hmm. See, this is what I'm saying specifically about being in this country. You got to think about it. Your whole entire existence as a black person is to not make white people feel uncomfortable about mm-hmm. your existence. Oh my. <clears throat> mm. Think about that. That's your entire reality is to make them feel comfortable with your existence. Mm. Meanwhile, they don't give a damn if you hear or not. Mm. Cause it's literally what that mm. man showed, right? He, he, uh, he emptied, his gun in that boy's car mm. and sat there in that courthouse and said he was the victim. Gail King got in there and ran her mouth and now she is the victim? Come on. You spoke on Kobe. Kobe didn't speak on Kobe. Kobe didn't speak on you. Lisa didn't bring up Kobe. You brought up Kobe. Mm. Now how do you get to be the victim? This is what I'm talking about. Getting that ass knocked out. If you don't want to get knocked out, don't get in the ring. Mm-hmm. You don't get to be the victim here. Yeah. That's literally 
throwing the brick and hiding your hand. Mm. Come on with but these see, visuals, we, we, man. We, we've done that though. We've done yeah. that. We've yeah, made. We we've made it. We we've made it okay for people to not suffer the consequences of their choices. But the chickens coming home, no matter who we are. And as the whole saying goes, chickens coming home to roost. No, nah, them chickens coming home to roast. Mm. I better be, get the barbecue sauce. <laughs> Come on, sir. It was called three and a half minutes, 10 bullets. Three and a half minutes, 10 bullets. Check it out on HBO. Shout out to HBO for the wonderful documentaries that they do. Come on, it's definitely they tell worth the watching. Truth. Yeah. Definitely worth watching. And guess what? I'm going to say this too. Not watching it is not going to make these things go away. You got to educate yourself, people. Learn all you need to learn, especially for all my people out in the great state of Florida and this bullshit stand your ground law. It basically... Gave folks, especially after the George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin ruling, it pretty much empowered these people to feel like they had a free license to kill black people, if you want me to be honest. Because that's absolutely what this man thought. He had a free right to, like, if you hear him talk about it, like, when he was talking, he was talking like he was the victim and shout out to his fiance. For telling the telling truth. Telling the truth. She sure did. Because she, she told the truth. I'm going to celebrate that white woman. She sure did. Because she got up there and told the truth. Did what was right. She did what was right. Mm-hmm. All down. Because she got up there and said <laughs> what was right. And I, and I, because I'm being serious. I, I had some, I had, I've had, I've been in situations where my livelihood was contingent upon a white person telling the truth. Had nothing to do with me, but it's my livelihood. Mm. Wow. My life on the line. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And I heard the dude say, better to be judged by 12 than carried by 6. Is what they say. This is the shit that they say. Mm. If we don't think it's war out here, if we don't think this thing is real, and we round here sneak dissing and 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 rap battling and all this dumb shit against each Come other. Come on, you talking right? That don't Fighting things that don't other. even matter. Things that don't even matter. All you got to do is look at the stats. Who's going to jail? Not them, us. Who's going to the grave? Not them, us. Mm. And Trump done let all these white dudes who went to jail out. Mm. He he pardoned mm. like eleven people today. Mm. Now how how much do you want to guess how many of those eleven people he pardoned were black? Hmm. Come on, you, they are all old white men. I'm telling you, you better peep game. And then you got three old white men running for the presidential seat. Think about this. Now, what in common is an old white man going to have with you? 
because old white men are the reason why we are where we are today. Mm. If we're going to keep it all the way real. Come on. And that's what you're going to do. All old white men wrote these laws, not old black men, not old black women, not old white women. Old white, white men, men wrote these laws. Yeah. So they are the reason why we are where we are in this country today. I don't care who hears it. It is the truth. Mm. Mm -mm. Muhammad Ali famously told a story about 10,000 snakes coming down the hill. And he said, out of that 10,000 snakes, a thousand was good. Do you think I'm going to trust those thousand snakes to come and encamp themselves around me and protect me from the 9,000 or I'm going to just shut my door and keep them all out. Mm. It's time for us to shut our doors. Oh, that was powerful. It's time for us to shut our doors. We, we've been waiting on that white savior for too long and I ain't seen him yet. I ain't seen that white hair, uh, that blonde hair, blue eyed come Jesus on, come through yet. Sir. I ain't seen him yet. I ain't seen that old white man mm. with the gray beard in the cloud come down and save nobody yet. Mm. We better tighten up. Wow. The sweet by and by my ass. I'm looking for my here and now. Damn that by and by. Wow. Come on. I worry about heaven when I get to the other side. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Oof. We better start campaigning for our lives today. The Bible says whatever's loosed on earth will be loosed in, in heaven. heaven. Whatever's bound on earth will be bound in heaven. Mm -hmm. That's what the good book So how you going how how you gonna live it bountifully in heaven and you impoverished over here? You broke and dejected on earth, but you're gonna ball out in heaven. Come on, you don't even know what the value of gold is on earth. How you gonna walk the streets of gold in heaven? <laughs> Come on. We're gonna tell the truth tonight. Hmm. You're talking right. I heard Reverend Ike say he'd rather deal with the dangers of uh, what? How did he say? He said he'd rather deal with the dangers of prosperity than the dangers of poverty. Mm. Damn. Think about that. Because I've been impoverished before and it is dangerous. Yeah. You know, I've seen the meme say being black it's kind of dangerous, but it's kind of lit. I don't know what's lit about it. <laughs> mm -mm. Don't you just want to go to the store and shop and not be looked at? Wow. Don't you want to just be a person and not feel like a token, not feel like a somebody doing you a favor? Hmm. Anyway, my, my, my. you needed to release, sir. I did. You did. I'm, 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 I'm tired. I'm tired. You did. Amika, I'm telling you, I am tired. I'm so tired. Yeah. I am tired. You know, we. I've been dealing with this for 43 years. Mm -hmm. I feel you. No, and and like for real, for real, I, I feel you. Yeah, because we we've been fighting a good fight and think about it and we have to normalize this behavior for you not to lose your shit. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Like it's the reason why I'm so outspoken about what you got to deal with in corporate America. Because that's a Ponzi scheme. Hmm. I've seen more mediocre white people get over in, in, in corporate America where you are told, now think about this, they tell you you got to work twice as hard and be twice as good. As who? The meanwhile, this person gets to be mediocre as fuck and pass me up for the promotion? Hmm. Never get to worry about coming, like you, I've seen people literally half-ass do their job and get promoted. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not even talking about myself. I'm talking about I've seen people be twice as good as the next person and get passed over. Oh, yeah. For promotions that they clearly worked for. Sure enough happens. The reason why I got the hell out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me, well, what happened? I'm like, you, do you hear the way that I talk? Now, imagine the way that I think. And do you think I want to work back in a, in a state, in, in a city that supports that bullshit? Yeah. Hmm. No, nah, they'll have to pay me a ton of money to move back to Georgia to work in that shitty-ass state. Mm-mm. Come on. I'm not playing with these people no more. You don't know how much time we have left. Yes, it's true. So I'm, I'm not wasting it on people who don't deserve my good years. Yes. Who don't deserve your talent. Mm. Think about this positive light that you're pouring out here. Don't you think you should give that to somebody who deserves that? I do. Who's really going to take something and do something with it? Instead of we suffering from a condition that we got to make people feel comfortable about what we saying. When we only telling the truth. Because you stop me when I'm making stuff up. You stop me when I'm telling a lie. Please. I know you would. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a truth moment podcast. right? That's what it is. You're not going to have somebody just jump on here and, and tell a bunch of lies. No, not going to happen. Not up in here. So obviously these things I'm saying to you, you've seen them before. You, you've felt them. You've heard them. And it's because this it's not a game. So, I, I'm, you know, again, I don't want to be beside myself. And obviously this is not the... You know, this is not in my mind. Everybody knows Chris, so I don't want to dominate the conversation, which I've clearly done this entire podcast. But I just want I just want people to understand that it is not a game. We have to wake up and it and we we don't have time like we got to wake up. Not like my granddad said, not now, but right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like we got to wake up now. Yeah, it is serious. It is serious out there. Sure. When I, I I shout out and and ask Whitney about Miss Lynette, I remember Miss Lynette told me this when I was at Cox Media. She told me before before all that shit went down the way that it went down. She said you need to go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. See, God mm. said warning before destruction. Mm. But because that cognitive dissonance that I was dealing with, that oh no, I'm fine. They're gonna take care of me. They're gonna look out for me. Until they march my black ass right out of them doors. Mm. Wow. And that's literally the, the proverbial scales fell from my eyes. And it took me almost two years to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Mm. 
But you did, though. And but you did. We did, because I told you before, had you not reached out, I don't, I'm, I'm being, and you were like, oh, don't say that. No, I'm serious. You have to understand that what you just said about having the faith and, and, and following the process, trusting the process, mm-hmm. jumping on that podcast when you called me was a part of the process. Mm. See, the universe has a way of aligning and coalescing to your will. Yes. That's why they say where there's a will, there's, there's a, a way. way, but you got to make up your mind first mm-hmm. about what you want to do and how you're going to deal with this thing. See, the universe is only going to give you more of what you want. And that want is not necessarily a physical thing. It's more so a spiritual thing. So it's going to give you more of how you're feeling. So if you feel bad for yourself, you're about to feel worse. Mm. If you're feeling good about yourself, you're about to feel better. You ever, you ever seen that? You get more affirmations as you go along? That's why I said yeah. this year is a year yeah. affirmation. And I'm not saying all this stuff because I feel bad. I'm saying all this stuff because it's time to wake up. Mm-hmm. It's time for us to recognize our real power. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. time for us to stand up and acknowledge our true form. Yeah. We cannot keep saying we kings and queens and we living in, in the hoods, in the ghettos. Come on. It don't make sense. Don't add up. It at all. King and queen, but you, you living like a papa. Mm. Mm, 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 Eating mm. filth, drinking filth, living in filth. Come on. Mm. That's why I keep saying, are we going to tell the truth or not? Because I'm not about here to make nobody feel good about none of this foolishness. Right. But in the right key. (laughs) (laughs) Come on and slide on into that thing. (laughs) Did you have anything that you wanted to talk about? I know you mentioned Gail King. Let's get into Um, something you want to talk about real quick. Well, you know, I did want us to speak on power, but you know what? No, let's talk. We can talk about it quick, fast, in a hurry. Because I, I, I enjoyed the last episode. Man, I can't stop watching it. I have rewatched it and rewatched it and rewatched it. And I know that these are characters, right? But I just have to say, my heart goes out to Tariq. We have seen this young man. First of all, I want to back up here a little bit. He never processed, never really dealt with him losing his sister. Not only no. did he lose her, but he saw, he witnessed her being shot. And then if you want to add to that, it had all to do with him. So that's an extra weight. He he never he never dealt with that. And didn't it wasn't even it wasn't encouraged in the home. They they had so much going on, you know what I'm saying? And differently um but i would have liked to have seen them come together more as a family during that time well the words that they use in the show again 
are very telling about the narrative. The show is called Power, and his club was called Truth. Mm-hmm. Where did he die? Truth. Okay, he he died in he died in Truth. Mm, I didn't even right? think about that, Chris. Golly, See, I'm I'm bringing full circle. Come on. So the show is called Power. You had Ghost, who married Tasha, produced three children. Mm-hmm. Message. The whole time, the show was not about truth. The show was about power. Mm. Wow. That's what power looks like without truth. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Truth without power still stands. But power without truth is corrupting. Come on, sir. You see what I'm saying? See, without truth, you don't have a moral compass. You don't have direction. See, and that's all Tariq kept asking. Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. All Ghost kept saying is, I'm trying to keep you away from that. But why not tell that boy the truth so he can make up his own mind of what life he's going to choose? Because he was going to choose a life anyway. Yeah. He (laughs) and... So not only Raina, but also you find out the truth about who your parents, who your people are. Mm-hmm. And where you come, come from. Come on, you find that truth out. And that was a hard truth. You know what I'm saying? Tasha telling him how to burn the clothes, how to wash it, get it all in his nails. That was a language he ain't, he, he never, never spoke. And you just dropped that on him like, come on, this is what we got to do. So that he finds out the truth about Tommy, um, you know, people who he had respect then come just toxic. So when you when when you look at all of those little pieces that played a major role in putting that puzzle together that we saw at the very end when he shot his daddy. That baby was dealing with a lot. He was confused. He was hurt. Like, well, he was angry. Angry, yes, yes. He was angry, absolutely. Because you see, after he after he did that, and listen, I'm sorry if you if you hadn't seen the last episode, we 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 sorry, but we we got to talk about this here. Uh, you know, after he shot him, he's looking like. You, you you see you see that I just do mm-hmm. and I think in that moment he questioned himself so you know I I really feel like there's a lot of Tariqs out there you know there, there's a lot of young boys who may not have lived a life that he did or have had the the circle of people around him like Tariq but young men who young boys who grew up to be men who grew up angry confused not understood weren't he wasn't given the opportunity to be who he wanted to be he him you still don't see me I'm you 
there's a, there's a lot of well again again like I said if you listen to the name of the show and the name of the club they they it, they're telling they're, that's a whole different narrative from what people not taking from the show they're being entertained which is what the show is for but they're giving you a message mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. absolutely true about what you're saying this is what they're teaching young black boys they're teaching them about power but not teaching them about truth if you think about the messaging that they give young black men in the, in this country right they tell you to be you know uber um hypersexual mm. right your sexual prowess you make money off of your body not your mind Come on. they're not telling young boys to be scholars uh to to go to school to be engineers to be doctors to be lawyers yes. to be upstanding men they're not telling them to to go in to get in public office um they're telling them to, to be rappers mm. and drug dealers and basketball players mm-hmm. and football players, telling them to sleep with as many women as you want, Come on. make as many babies as you want. You don't have to pay for that. You don't have to pay for that until, like your dad said, until you got to pay for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I've seen it. I know you've seen mm-hmm. it. True. How many, how many young, talented, young black men have you met and known in your lifetime that threw their life away over some dumb shit? Oh, quite a few quite a few over some dumb shit because they told them to do these things if you want power what what was the sound uh the locks used to have money power and respect what you need in life money power Come and respect. On. none of that holds any kind of weight when you're not fulfilled that was that when you're not fulfilled it, yeah it was a hot track <laughs> absolutely but when you're not fulfilled when you when you when you're not fulfilled and you got power what you want more power yeah Sure do. When you got money and you're not fulfilled, all you want is more money because you keep thinking it's going to plug the hole. Mm. But let me tell you one solid truth for the Truth Moment podcast. Come on and drop it on us. Life has always been and will always be about people. Mm. It's not about money. It's not about success. It's not about materials. It's about people. And what I mean by that, the quality, your quality of life is going to be directly correlated to the quality of the people in your life. Got to butt this child and just walk this room. That, that, that's what I almost did. Golly. Oh. Because if you look at, if you look at the show, they had a quote unquote Good life, right? They had this fly ass apartment. Mm-hmm. I love Tommy's apartment, by oh, the way. Yes. So they had a good quote unquote quality of life, but looking at the quality of the people in their lives. Yeah. I remember Kanye had a line in one of his songs. He said, She on the independent shit. She'll trade it all for a husband and some kids. Mm. See, that's when you're focusing on the quantity of life and not the quality Ooh. of life. <laughs> As you would say, them's is facts. <laughs> come on now. Come on, come on, come on. And uh, listen, Tasha. Tasha. Got everything she deserved. I'm going to tell you, I, you know, of course, I sympathize because she's a, a mother, right? Truth. But also, just to, to see her take off them lashes. 
<laughs> okay, to take off, you know, that, that wig. That that half take piece it off. looking like a Lego looking like a Lego piece. I, I, look, I'm not finna do that with you right now. I'm not I'm not I'm not finna do that. <laughs> I'm doing it. Listen, that baby, we saw a side of her we've never seen in the history of power. Never. Yeah, you saw the truth. And that baby, you know, it, first of all, how they opened up that episode was genius. It took us back. And one thing I've learned, and I know I've shared this on the truth moment, one thing I've learned as a woman is when a man tells you something, you bet, you bet, listen. And the man had been telling her the whole time. He not bought that life. And he was trying so hard. So hard. And even though he kept finding himself getting sucked back in, pulled back in, still in the midst of trying to get out of that life. She, you know, we saw it. She said it. He said, what'd you think I was going to be? And what Dick said? The biggest goddamn drug dealer. And like, that's, that's all she saw. She wanted her life, but she didn't want him. He wanted better. And she didn't she know what She was better. like the wife. She was like the wife in the Sodom and Gomorrah story. Mm-hmm. When it was time to leave the city, she couldn't leave what she knew. Because mm. that's the only life that she had known. She didn't have faith to see the life that they could have. Even with Tommy, because he was trying to tell Tommy the same that's thing. That's powerful. Now think about the life that they could have had because it was because of ghosts that they all had the life that they had. Mm. But they didn't have enough faith in the man to take them to a new version of the life a that new they life. had. Yes. Now, that's what's crazy to me. Like, you couldn't support the man. He's the reason why you have this current life that you have now. Mm-hmm. But you can't pour new wine in the old wine skins. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and I, I really don't like how she did, old boy. I, 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 but if you look at, but if you look at, that's, that's what I've been saying the whole time. She's been manipulating folks the whole show. Hmm. She was using people the whole entire time. Yeah. She used Sean. Mm. Oh, that baby. She used Terry. Oh, baby. And she used that. That dude just had some damn sense. Come on. Hey, did you? He had some sense. Did you see that meme that said something about when somebody tell you they they coming right back or something? Something. God, what did that meme say? Something about going to the store. When I find it, I'm going to send it to you. Please, but um, Lord, no, Lord knows I know, love me a good. Come meme. on, man, bro. Say I'm going to the store. He was so smart about that thing. She and she thought she had him too, boy. Mm-hmm. But if you peep game, he asked her because they always do foreshadowing in this show, which which I absolutely yes. Love. He said, "What you doing here?" And it was the way he said that I was like, mm. mm-hmm. he he knows something up. Yeah. Oh, I just want to see my man. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you something about men. 
we real good at playing dumb. I hear a lot of women say, oh, men ain't shit, men, they, oh, women, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't mean to disrespect no women. You know, I love my women. Come on. But I always say, there can't be no pimps if there ain't no hoes. Hey, come, wait, wait, come on. Mm. So, so we keep talking about how smart this sex is and all of that. I'm just saying. Wow. For women to be so smart and sharp, y'all, you can't be taking the males like that and say you 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 this sharp. Now I'm just <laughs> gonna call it like I see it. Oh boy, if we had the time. Some of y'all talking about your sharpest knives. I'm talking about y'all mummy talking about butter knives. Come on, not, I don't know. Not, wait, not the butter knives. Now, nah, come on, come on, come on. No, not not butter knives. Butter, butter. knives. <laughs> butter knives. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know. Uh, but but again, that's what the chickens coming home to roost looks like. Yeah. Even with ghost. Even with ghost. Mm, 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 mm. Like. That's literally what that whole show was about. The chickens coming home to roost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Well, you know, I would really like for us to unpack, you know, what's up and coming this summer with the Power Book. What is it? Power Book? Power Book 2. Yeah. Ghost. Um, and I'm so glad they're not making us wait a whole freaking year. I'm so glad. No, I mean, shout out to the marketing team behind yes. this whole. It was well thought out, well done. And that's somebody who has their finger on the pulse mm-hmm. of what the people want. I like how you said that, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't wait to unpack, you know, this here because. Hmm. I just can't wait. I, I I can't wait, man. Give us that backstory. You know what I'm saying? Help us to understand these characters that we've come to love and hate to really get a better understanding of where they come from. Like one thing I don't remember, I don't remember there ever being any mention about Ghost Mama. Now somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But no, I don't either. Why? I, why? That's absolutely a great point. Yeah. So you know, hopefully, you know, we we can get into that in his relationship with his dad, and you know, I, and I'm, how I'm just, how Tommy's mom played into that because I think she played his surrogate mother. Yes. Yeah, man. So, yeah, this is this this is necessary. Honestly, <laughs> this is necessary. Yeah, man. But shout out to the whole the whole cast of power. Even the ones who, you know, are now in power heaven. You know? <laughs> Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, that show it, it didn't, Yeah, good, t- good TV is hard to come by. Yes. I would, I would, I would agree with that. It didn't even feel like it had been on as long as it had been on, but yeah. Phenomenal show. The act, you know, just just everybody. Definitely the right people were a part of, of that project. The right people. 
Yeah, man. So, listen, Paul, brother, we coming up on time here. Mm-hmm. Golly. So, um, let's go on and take a peek along here with the thought of the day. Um, my thought of the day comes from a, uh, her name is Lori Swank. L-O-R-I-S-W-A-N-K. Now, I shared this on uh, ministry. Uh, but she tweets, and the tweet goes a little something like this. If you planted it with faith, don't dig it up with doubt. Period. Mm. Period, in all caps. And you can throw a T on the end of that period. Right, period. If with faith, don't dig that thing up with doubt. Don't you dare. And that's my thought of the day. My thought of the day comes from some stuff that I've been working on. As you like to say, you're coming up with real life facts, mm-hmm. better known as truth moments. I like to have a little spin off of that of my own, and I'm going to call it real life observations. And my thought of the day goes by this. Inside out. The inner work manifests the outer results. The mind is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. Let your spirit guide the way. Your mind will work. Your mind works wonders for you, not you working wonders for it. Most of us aren't seeking real truth, just the comfort of consistency. Always remember how you view what you do directly impacts and affects how you do what you do. Can I, you, were you, were you done? Were you finished? Yes. Um, share something with you really, really. That yes. brought tears to my eyes. That was beautiful. That was needed. I appreciate it. That planted a seed like that. That shit right there, nigga. That's that. <laughs> oh my God, Chris, that was powerful. Somebody, somebody needed that. And listen, if you are that somebody, hey, just hit rewind. A few seconds and going on and put it back in your life one more game. God, God. <laughs> and you know what? I'm gonna be one of them people. Mm-hmm. I got to I got to run that one back. Golly, Chris. Oh, it's coming. Hey, listen, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sitting back patiently. I've been I've been in the lab cooking again. You man, I'm so proud of you. But you know, I, I knew that you needed the time to adjust mentally, physically, and spiritually. Um, and if you've noticed, well, 
I it was time for something new. It's time for something new. Yeah. And I, although not not going away from the podcast, but I want to take this in a different direction now because I know that what we need now is a different direction. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm-mm-mm. Well, listen. This was the last Wednesday groove of February. Hold on. Black History Month. Yes, Black History Month. And that's we we had a Black History Moment right here tonight. <laughs> Come on. Um That's what you should call this one. All black everything. You know what? Look, my pen and notebook is right here. Hold, 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 hold on. This is my creator. Listen, so if this was your first time pressing on Groove, first of all, we thank you for being with us. Listen, we'll be back in two weeks. Okay? In in two weeks. And I'm about to hit you with the date. Hold on. So I just don't want to get two weeks. Hold on. I didn't even realize that I didn't scroll down too far. <laughs> on, on on the calendar here. Uh, I want to say it's like the twenty fifth or something. Or the what is it? No, it's the fourth. How in the world am I all the way? Oh, let me let me hit year. On the iPad, realized I was on twenty ninth. All right. Uh, the next Wednesday groove is. The 11th, March the 11th. Let's go with the 11th. That date sounds really familiar for some reason to me. I don't know right offhand what that's about. March the 11th. It'll come to you. Yeah. Well, that's when you all can expect uh, your notifications to come through, okay, Uh, for the next Wednesday Groove. if you listen on Apple, make sure that uh, we, we we would really love for you to rate, okay, the truth moment. And then also write a review and tell us, you know, how you love it, these vibes that we're serving here on Wednesday Groove. We want to hear from you, all right? And if you have not pressed play on our Spotify playlist, what are you doing with your life? What? Put it in your life, Okay. Chris, what what can they find the playlist? Did I tell? Did I say it already? Yeah, you can find it on Spotify. You can also hit the link in my bio for that. Uh, I know we have links for the playlist out on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. Go on and put it in your life now. Or you could just go to go to Spotify and search for Winston Groove playlist. Come on, pops up that way as well. Worked on that thing. That ain't together for y'all. Facts. Yes. So listen, um, Chris, it's been real. February has has been real. We've had some great conversations on Wednesday Grove. High five, my yes, brother. Yes, have. High five. Facts. Once again, I appreciate you riding this wave of truth with me. And uh, beautiful people, again, we'll be back March the 11th. Mark your calendars. 
reminder in your phone. And make sure you have a beverage in your hand when you sit down with us, because uh, <laughs> so you're gonna need to you need to need to wet your beak. Come on, yes, yes. Listening to no podcast with no dry throat. Come on, come on now, come on. Don't do it to yourself. Yes. So, anywho, hydration is important. So, it's been real. Uh, if you dig the vibes here, make sure that you share Wednesday Groove with somebody. Put it in somebody's life. Going on to be a blessing now. Okay. And we'll talk to y'all in two weeks. Peace. Peace. Well, it's a group thing. It's got a funky swing.